that's uh that's all I got for that. Um, you want to talk about uh your top five comedians? Stand up. Oh yeah, top five of the week. Um, what, uh, what's your you give your yours first. That's all the thing. Okay, so I think the criteria I used. I don't know if it's the same one you did. It's like I use kind of my favorite body of work. So, you know, not just people favorite right now or whatever. So, uh, to my number five right now is, even though I just said that, is someone that doesn't have a huge body work right now, but I think is uh, almost 100% positive is, yeah. uh, Hannibal Burris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he doesn't even have like a big special yet. Like, I don't think he's made it as big as he's going to make it eventually. Like, he's still on the up and up, and he's, he's incredible. He's just like, First of all, he talks like he always talks like he just woke up. <laughs> Insom- or, like, insomnia yeah, and he talks like he's like the kid in class that yeah. just like doesn't give a shit or doesn't want to be there, but it's his comedy <laughs> show and you're paying his to delivery, be there. His delivery um, is his biggest asset. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he's just he's pretty incredible. Um oh, I was gonna say I do have an honorable yeah. mention. Uh if he did more stand up He'd be the best stand-up ever, Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah, yeah, God, because his, because I mean, Kill Him Softly is is honestly it it, it 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 frequently goes in my top fives most of the time. Because Kill yeah. Him Softly is a great fucking. Oh my God, it's a great special. Oh, he he also could have been the best sketch comedy writer ever. And, that um, that no oh, I, I, that I go with no I will I'll never hesitate by saying that Chappelle was the greatest sketch comedy I ever seen. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm yeah. not a big SNL fan, but I'm able to admit that was a great show, but I'm sorry. Chappelle's show went out when, it went out sooner than it did, which is what makes us wanted more of it. Like, SNL has gone on for 15 yeah. million years, and I can't think of anyone who goes, oh man, I want more SNL episodes! Like, unless you, like, nah. Unless you, like, I, I can't think of, like, unless you're, like, you're also, you also comment, like, like, people who want more SNL seasons also comment, like, all lives matter on Facebook, so. <laughs> oh, they use Facebook, so. Anyway, continue. SNL is just different, though. Like, it's, you can't even, like, assign credit to anyone for yeah. SNL, because there's just, like, hundreds of people that have worked yeah. there. So it's not even, like, anyone's thing. Chappelle was, like, totally his thing, and it was, like, 90% hit random sketches. They were, like, all quote funny. material, literally, you can quote material from that for probably, I have for at least 10 years, so. Um, I mean, yeah. any, I mean, you pick one, you know. Rick James, bitch, you know, what the five things, five things say to his face? Slap, I mean, so many... It's where I break out the choke a bitch. I mean, there's so many really good gems. Um, my favorite, of course, is uh, the Prince sketch when uh, Prince is hanging from the hoop. You know, that that is so like random. I don't know how he thought of that. That's so incredible. I like to think it's a true story. <laughs> it's such a great. And, and did you know that actually Prince in his album he put um, he put a the cover art was Dave Chappelle dressed up as him, the basketball and a stack of pancakes. Influence. Oh, that's perfect. All right. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, um, Chappelle's great. Wish he didn't go yeah. crazy. Uh, my number four is Bill Burr. Oh, God, wow. Um, he's on. He's, yep, he's, he's in my. Yep. Because he's like, so I would probably, if we were ever, I was ever had a serious conversation with him, I wouldn't agree with him on anything. He's a Boston sports fan. Um, I don't know. Most things he says, I don't agree <laughs> with. But he's so funny that he makes me not care. And I think I have trouble a lot, like taking people seriously when I don't agree with them. But he just, he's the, he's so funny. He's the only it's person like, to, I think, he's the only person to really make taboo, like, taboo, really sexist jokes fucking hilarious. He makes them I know. hilarious. Um, cause my favorite bit from him was the one where he's having the, uh, he's having the argument with, uh, 
was his girl or something. Um, uh, actually, no, no, my favorite bit of his was the racist movie one. He said, "But like, how many of the white white people evil movies are I gonna make?" And he's like, "It's all dead." He comes out of swimming. And he's like, "I don't really give a shit." <laughs> that is one of, honestly, if you're watching this, you need to look that bit up. That bit is hilarious. Uh, actually, just Google oh, like, Bill Burr. His special, he has two really good specials. Anyway, continue. So I feel like you're gonna lose him. Uh, yeah, he's he's really good at that. I don't know. He even had a thing. He had a bit about Donald Sterling in his most recent <laughs> special, uh, which was hilarious. And he like it was like Donald Sterling, Phil Robertson. Uh, Paul Dean, he's like, they're old. What did you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's there. Uh, number three, Louis. Uh, I think Louis is in most people's top fives. Mm-hmm. I like him for all the reasons everyone else mm-hmm. does. He's really, really yeah. funny. Like, you know, he just, he's so weird and like, he can make anything yeah. funny. Um, two, I have Bo Burnham for a lot of reasons. Like, first, I liked him. I've liked him for years and I feel like I have like, that hipster vibe with him. I, I never, like, I never, I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna go look up some of his stuff. I never actually heard of him. Uh, I'll look up his stuff. He's he's interesting. So like, he got signed when he was 16, mm-hmm. and he did his first Comedy Central presents when he was 18. Wow. Uh, he's like three years older than me, so he's like 25 yeah. right now. So when he started out, he was like kind of these kind of songs you think would fu- were funny in high school. He wrote in high school yeah. like a bunch of like funny musical stuff, and then he kind of evolved and he does really weird stuff <laughs> now. He's like. I appreciate that. I, I, I yeah. different types of humor. Anyway, continue. I'm, I'm still listening. Um, so he's, he's, I've seen him live a couple times. He's really good. He's got a decent following now. He had a show on MTV. Yeah. Um, and number one is George Carlin, who that's not even remotely a, off the grid pick. That's like a lot of people's. But I think what's incredible about Carlin is he did 16 HBO specials, and they're all incredible, like every one of them. He did them in, I think, four different decades. And, like, it was a time, like, not too long ago where you just didn't go out and say whatever you wanted, yeah, the, really. Like, the that seven, was, that's the a seven, life. The seven years you ago. can't see on TV bit is always, uh, like, that's a legendary yeah. bit. You don't know, maybe people know, don't know about that. Yep. Like, he had a bit that was so controversial it went to the Supreme Court. And, like, he just said whatever he wanted. And it was hilarious. Like, he has that one special when he comes out and he's, like, before, like, the crowd even stops cheering and he's, like, you don't notice that people are against abortion are people you wouldn't want to fuck in the first place. <laughs> so, things like that that are great. Like, he has a whole thing with the death. Also, everyone listening, look that one up about the death penalty, how he thinks instead of giving the death penalty to people we do, we should give it to, like, people that launder money, and it should be on uh, the halftime of Monday Night Football. <laughs> and, like, boiling people in oil. Oh, it's incredible. Because he's saying the most evil stuff oh ever, and it's like just smiling and laughing. Oh, he's he's great. I he like got him. a uh, he he had a really funny suicide bit that I thought was hilarious. Like oh my god, that's leaving the uh, like suicide notes and shit like that. That shit was fucking hilarious. Um, and that so that's your top five. All right. Yep. I like it. I I really do like it. Um, mine's gonna be different. I think because uh, we watch different things. Uh, Burr is my honorable mention. Burr's in my honorable mention. Uh, he's hilarious. Uh. Um, Burr's in my honorable mention, and another dude's in my honorable mention, who, um, he really only had really one great stand-up, but it was such a great stand-up that, had he probably would be able to make more, Juice O'Neal, um, oh. room is uh, just amazing, amazing, I'll probably watch it right after, after, after this podcast, it's such an amazing, like, yeah, he died really young, right? Yeah, yeah, like well, four. yeah, really, like, he, he died when he was starting to get, like, get into his, his groove. Because Oven in the Room is probably our, our top five comedy special. Um, everything is so good. It's like, 
the, 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 the audience the audience participation of it is so funny. Like he calls this little he calls this one girl like you know young Diana Ross like <laughs> like shit just hilarious. He's talking about like you no know, a lot of like a lot of like the um a lot of the like things that like like he like, he gives me a lot of inspiration to make jokes a lot because like he just comes up with random shit off his head and it's just funny. Um, so he's him and Burr are my honorable mentions. Um, number five. Uh, whew, God. number five. Number five to me uh, is Louis Black. Um, oh was, yeah, he was, yeah. He was very different from I guess the next couple of ones I'm gonna list because he is he's got the, he's got the angry old angry you know sick and sick and tired of the shit thing which I love so much the angry ranting thing his shit on his shit on Bush is great. Uh, one of his best specials, I think, is Red, White, and White, Red, White, Blue, Screwed, or something like that. Red, White, and Blue, Screwed, something like that. That's a great special. I have all of his stuff on. Like, if you want, like, I, I recommend Louis Black for a lot of college kids. It's great stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, he has, I love when he's talking about milk. Yeah, yeah, the, the one about milk. Apatopolis milk. Milk doesn't eat a friend. Like, <laughs> that's another good line of his. Um, so, I have his stuff on Spotify, so there's really no, no reason you should be ignorant to Louis Black. Um, number four. Four. Um, number four. I would say. Uh, well, first of all, you know who's not on the list? Kevin Hart. Uh, <laughs> so let's tell you why Kevin Hart's on the list. Um, because Kevin Hart uh, is oversaturated, and I don't know. He isn't. He just isn't like I just like he was. He had a run really good special. I will say his one. And then after that, he just got into being formulaic and corny. And then like, that's it. He's he's not a, he's not a good deliverer. No, exactly. He re- he relies a lot on antics and um. Yeah. It's like if you take the, the if you take the punchlines away, like you take the the antics away from the punchline, it, it's kind of flat. Um. So yeah, I, I'm not a, not a eh. yeah. I'm a little I'm a, I'm I'm meh on him. I'm not so off on him, but I, I'm a little meh on him. Um, number three would be uh Louis C.K. As you said, actually no, number four would be Louis C.K. Sorry. Um. Said that. Wait, no, that yeah, that's not four. Yeah, four would be Louis C.K. for the reasons that you mentioned. Um, be able to make anything funny. Um, kind of a really sardonic sense of humor, which is something that appeals to me a lot. Um, number three. Now these are my golden three. This is like if I had a Mount Rushmore, uh, but only had three heads. Number three is um Chris Rock. Uh, oh yeah, Chris Rock. Um, uh, we're talking, we're talking pre everyone hates Chris producing Chris Rock. We're talking, uh, you know, the Black Progress uh, chart, Chris Rock. It's hilarious. We're talking the difference between black people and niggas, Chris Rock. I did that as a tech reclamation, by the way. Uh, that's because Chris Rock is, like, I don't think from a time probably 01 to, like, 03, 04, he was just on his game. Um, Comedic-wise, he has the, you know, he has the, he has the, 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 the kind of the, the little voice, you know, nah, nah, but the shit coming out of his mouth is hilarious. Um, oh, another honorable mention is Cat Williams, um, uh, cause he had a little run there, uh, where he was, where he was ridiculously funny and then he just went crazy. Um, soon to be R.I.P. Soon, yeah, <laughs> soon to be arrested, soon to be R.I.P. Cat Williams. Um, so, you know, uh, sorry fam. But I feel like he also had a shelf life cause there's so many times that the pimp jokes were not funny. Anyway. So I yeah. Chris Rock, my number two is Eddie Murphy. Um... Raw and Delirious oh, yeah. are the two greatest, are two, like, to have two stand-ups like that under your belt, bam, bam, are great. Raw is amazing. It's like, Raw, when they show, I get mad when they show Raw on TV because 
it, it has to be it has to be uncut. Like you have to listen to that shit uncut. The part where he said the, the, there's a scene in there where he tells where he basically tells Bill Cosby to kiss his ass. Fucking brilliant, fucking brilliant. Because like Bill Cosby was mad at Eddie Murphy for cursing and shit and not being a clean comedian. And like you know, as we know, Bill Cosby's kind of rapist, so whatever he says is null and void. But yeah, definitely, uh, um, fucking, uh, this is the nigga's name. Uh, de- definitely Eddie Murphy. And of course, Eddie, and then Eddie Murphy took that comedy career and put it into Beverly Hills Cop movies. And then he got really unfunny around. He got unfunny around like probably the last Beverly Hills movie. And around, yeah, like forever huh? ago. Forever, he's been like unfunny longer than he's oh, yeah, exactly. funny now. That's the sad part about it. Like he was, people don't realize how great of a comedian he was until after he started going Hollywood and just making all these movies. Because um, he is so painful. He's painfully unfunny now. I can't, I can't, I can't look at him the same. Like the goofy, dumb, laughy. Uh, uh, it's a damn shame. But Eddie Murphy was a great comedian. Um, and the number one is Richard Pryor. Um, I grew up on Richard Pryor. Uh, my dad grew up on Richard Pryor. Um, the fucking jokes. He, this man made fun. This man was able to get up there. Probably, I think it was like maybe a couple of months after he had, he had he was set on fire. He was able to go up there and make fun of himself for about twenty minutes straight. And there's literally not a, a dry eye in this, like just laughing our ass off. Richard Pryor is probably the, to me the funniest comedian ever because he literally his comedy was from the point of I cannot believe he's saying this shit to oh my god I can't believe he's really saying this shit. Oh, it's a, oh, shit, that's really fucking hilarious. Like, he just was up there, and this is, like, in the 70s, he's talking about race relation jokes. Like, he really started the wave of race relation jokes. Uh, he started the, 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 the wave of really dirty sex jokes. Um, he started, like, he really started the dep- self-deprecation jokes. Like, all that really could be linked to Richard Pryor. He's a hilarious comedian. Um, he, he has a broad appeal, I think, to, I think, like, if you're an African American, I know you grow up with Whistling to Richard Pryor. Uh, and then, like, I know a lot of white friends I've introduced, they love Richard Pryor. They're like, oh my god, he's so funny. I'm like, yeah, this dude's fucking hilarious. Um, Richard Pryor is great. Um, uh, he's, also, he's also a really good actor, too. Uh, Silver Streak and all those other movies with Gene Wilder, um, who was famous for being Willy Wonka, the first original Willy Wonka, which is kind of funny when you think about that. But, uh, yeah, so that's my top five. I think it's, uh, what I'd say, it was uh, Pryor, uh, yeah, Pryor, Murphy, Rock. Louis C.K., Louis Black. Um, I can't think of any nice. uh, people who may have left off. Um, um, I probably saw Bernie Mac. Mentions. Uh, honorable mention, Bernie Mac. Uh, the Milk and Cookies bit is always hilarious to me. Um, uh, Steve Harvey was really funny in Kings of Comedy. Uh, I think of some more. Um, hmm. Other than that, Wanda Sykes. Let me give a, a shout. Uh, I don't mention Wanda Sykes to get a, a female comedian. She's really funny. Um, the other thing about female comedians is that um, it's not that because a lot of people think that women can't be funny, which is a, a bold-faced lie. Obviously, I know plenty of fem- funny, hilarious yeah. females. Um, I feel like they don't, they don't they don't either get the marketing enough of it, or the ones that do get the marketing aren't that funny. Like I never found Sarah Silverman to be funny, so. And, but she was giving probably leeway over a lot more funnier female comics. Um, Kathleen Madigan yeah, really well, good comics pe- too, but she doesn't really get like huge press and, and stuff like that. Like people, do people that like say women aren't funny ever watch like Thirty oh, yeah, Rock exactly, or Parks and Rec? Right, exactly. I feel like I feel like women are women are like like Tina Fey and or Paul are hilarious. I feel like they really nail like women are able to nail great sitcom observational humor. 
Like I feel like stand up stand up comedy right. is, is 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 difficult because stand up comedy it really is um like like me like I have a lot of jokes I can never do stand up because stand up is a lot of a lot of it is making sure that the audience like you have to play to your audience a lot with your jokes and uh, getting up there and just telling jokes and having to set it up and then knock it back down and then knowing that like it's not gonna like I can do that shit like stand up comedy is another game I think to the comedy field um it just it, yeah. it looks like and like there's like there are some people who are Case in point, I want you to go after after this. I want you to go look on YouTube and look up. Uh, it's um, what the fuck's the fucker's name? This dude Rob Delaney or whatever his name is. Rob Delaney, yeah. So I saw you. You were the one that yes, did the I like did. to. I retweeted it. Yeah, that that's what's insane about that, and that was going to say about stand up because so like Rob Delaney. If you ever, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've, he he has a couple two specials. I think one is live at the yep. Bowery Ballroom. He's fucking hilarious, and he's just on Conan, and he's was, terrible. Just like looks like he's a new was, comic. See, that's you have one bad night, and it a million people. Awful. It, I, I, it was like that's the thing about stand up. I can't watch someone bomb. That is terrible. Like that is the most awkwardest feeling ever to watch someone not get, like, not even like oh like a chuckle. Like it's just like oh he's up there and he was bombing. Um, but that is that, that that's the thing yeah. that hurts. Like you really for like if you're not like one of those established guys, like you're not like a a Kevin Hart or like a Louis C.K. or guys who are established now, and you get that one chance to try to get your name out there, you're gonna end up kind of falling on your face. You know, you end up, if you end up falling on your face flat, you're kind of fucked almost. And, yeah. and that's what happened. That's unfortunately well, what happened to him. Like uh, he hurt those guys. I not, not, not bad. Not I mean, bad. look, you ever need listen? You ever having a bad day and you need to look up something? <laughs> go look up that. Go look up. It's like uh, Rob Delaney on Conan. Oh man, I I bet you whatever things you were going through, you, you can feel you can feel a lot better about it. <laughs> like you didn't have as bad of a day as he did, all right? <laughs> I don't think anyone did. Like yeah. like someone's girl cheated on them, and he lost his house that day. But he's like, listen, that means I didn't do it. I didn't I didn't bomb like him. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's kind of what sucks about it, because like like I think I don't remember who was talking about this. Oh, it was John Mulaney was on Pete Holmes' podcast and was like. Yeah, I still bomb sometimes. Like they both, they're both super yeah. well established. And like, yeah, some, like once every few shows, you go up there and you bomb. Like that's, that's terrible. Yeah, I can do that. I can live do like that. that. I, listen, I, like I said, my, my greatest joy is people find me funny. Um, I couldn't know that there's a time I like if I if I couldn't make someone laugh, I don't know. I, I, God, it takes part of my soul. Uh, we'll wrap up on this one. We'll wrap on this though. Can you? Who do you is the least funniest comic ever? Like the least, least someone who never understood their success or. You just never thought they were funny. Jeff Dunham. Ooh. Okay. Public. Explain. I mean, I mean, it's not. It's kind of self-explanatory, but yeah, explain. Uh, maybe I caught him at the wrong time because no, I, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. You probably caught him at the right time. You probably caught him at the right time. He's because the thing is with him is all his jokes are puppet based. I don't mind if you have a shtick if your shtick's funny, but it was like a lot of it was like here's the old man. First of all, puppets are creepy. <laughs> so, the old man puppet who hates his wife, and he's like, it just, and then like the Middle Eastern puppet, and then like a chili pepper who's supposed yeah, to be Mexican. Yeah. It's like, you're just setting him up for all these like super obvious, like, I hate my wife jokes. I'm a terrorist joke. Like, I'm an illegal yeah. immigrant joke. And they're so like cheap, shitty jokes that I can't believe people, oh, I well, can't you believe know, people. You know who he appeals to, right? Idiots. Yeah, he appeals to the Confederate flag wearers. So, I mean, 
Oh, yeah. uh, blue color, blue collar comedy crew. I never understood their fucking success. Jeff Foxworthy, all of them. Oh my god. Well, like the South. Yes, yes, and uh, Jeff Foxworthy. Okay, I can understand Jeff Foxworthy a little bit because he had like dad jokes. But oh my god, that those you know you're a redneck. You know your yeah. redneck wind jokes. Oh my lord. Like I never said them. I never thought Seth the Entertainer was funny. Like I can admit that. Like if I can admit that Cable Larry the Cable Guy is funny. My white friends. If you can, if I can admit that Cable, Larry the Cable Guy was never funny, you I can. If I can admit that uh, Cedric the Entertainer wasn't funny, you can admit that Larry the Cable Guy was never funny. Um. Oh, my number one is, oh. is Dwayne, Dane Cook, without without a doubt. Um. Oh, that's probably one I for a lot of people. Yeah. People will say, "Oh, there's, a, there's probably a point in your time where you like Dane Cook." No, I never did. Um. He never actually told jokes. I, I like my stand-up needs to be something of a joke. Um. I just didn't find him funny. He's really just like the the douchebag who. Is at the party telling the stories with his hands walking around. He's using props and shit. Oh no, I just never. I, I never got into him. Right, I never was a big fan of him. I uh, never will be. He's like Kevin Hart. He's not. He's not good at delivering jokes. He's not, he's not a good joke. Yeah, his, yeah, uh, he's not yet. Yeah, not only that, his material wasn't that funny either. Like Kevin Hart, I can say like he yeah. had good material at times. Ah, uh, Dan Cook is not. I, I just I'm not into Dan Cook. I just don't. I don't know if he's funny. Uh, I, at times went no. Uh, yeah, I mean, God. How do you feel about Anthony Jeselnik? Because I think I'd put him in my honorable mentions. I, I've only seen him roast, and he, I liked his delivery, I just didn't think his, his jokes kind of felt flat. Like, he, he has a good, uh, like, you know, stern guy, you know, stern white guy delivery, deep voice, but yeah. his jokes weren't like, he like his whole thing is he doesn't do like a like a long act. It's just straight oh, jokes. Oh yeah, you need to break it up. And like they're all super 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 dumb. Yeah, you need to like you need to so break. They, yeah, you need to break them up. Like like it, you can have a good you can have good material, but you need to be able to like that's the thing about stand up. You need to learn how to. It's also pacing. A lot of it is. Like, I have a friend who's in who's doing yeah. stand up comedy, um, and he told me a lot of it is pacing because of the crowd. Is like the crowd doesn't want to be burnt. Like they need to give time for the crowd to go from one joke to the next joke, and you can't keep just firing jokes at them because he said most times most people who go to stand up comedy aren't that bright anyway. So, <laughs> so you know you need to give them a chance to recover and stuff like that. Uh, and I mean that. Uh, look, I'll, I'll stick to Twitter. I'll stick to Twitter. All right. I'll stick to Twitter jokes. Uh, but uh. But I do recommend guessing. Like. I guess like that's a oh, man that. You brought that one out there. Uh, God. <laughs> you just give me nightmares. <laughs> the one, uh, I think he scares some people off. Just, he used to have a show on Comedy uh, Central, too. Uh, like, he got in yeah. trouble all the time. He just said the most, like, outrageously offensive uh-huh. things. Like, on their show, like, they did a thing where, like, this, they did a thing called the Shark Dance. Whenever someone died of, in a shark attack, they brought out like shark dancers and like like girls like I don't know dressed as sharks or something. Thing and like had a celebration and people were so mad about that. It's like like it's not like his thing. And I'm not gonna say listen. I I are off offensive. Like read my tweets. All right, I didn't about offensive jokes. All right, made a made a Casey Anthony joke like this, this morning. All right, made a DC sniper joke literally an hour before I got on this podcast. His thing about it, like offensive yeah. jokes is that you need to. Um, you can't just be offensive for the sake of it. You need to have a purpose for the joke. Like, you need to be a purpose. It needs to be a purpose for why yeah. you said it, not just be like, oh, you know, killing kids. Oh, Casey Anthony. Like, you have to have, like, the, you know, the, the setup of the joke. Be like, hey, you know, you know what jokes never get old? 
Casey Anthony. Because her child's gonna get old. Like, stuff like that. Like, you need to be able to, to time it and stuff like that. That was a really, that was really awful. But, like, you need to be able to, like, like, you can't just, like, just pepper it, pepper it, pepper it, and then people will be like, oh, now you're just saying shit that's sensational. And then people will go, it's yeah. a joke, or is this you being a dick? Yeah, you know, people, you, like, it, offensive humor uh, has its, it has its shelf life sometimes, because sometimes people will not, uh, you have to understand that people will not re- will not be re- will not receive well to certain jokes. I feel like some people who use offensive yeah. offensive jokes, they hide behind the you know it's my act blah blah. But they, you, I mean, you know the parallels about it. You know that if you get the joke off, you're gonna you know like you know you're you already setting yourself up for like you know what there's gonna be some storm or some backlash to that. That's what I gotta say about that. But um, yeah. Uh, well. That includes uh yeah anything else to say about that? Um, no, we have to do our oh, stay, yeah, woke stay woke. Uh, stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. Oh, actually, this is stay woke. It's directed to you. Um, I need you to explain to me in two minutes or less, uh, why you like Lon Del Rey. Two minutes or less. And I'm not. Right. Right. You need to start off with an I... intro, like a, a thesis, and then you need to go go on from there. I'm listening. Oh, I have two explanations. You have to figure out which one's true. Uh, um, explanation one, she's really attractive. Explanation two, um, you know, this whole thing, it's like the Illuminati, except it's called, like, it's like uh, a board of education, uh, not a board of education, like a board union kind of thing, for, like, if you're white. So, like, you got you to gotta uh, re-up yeah, like, every year. Yeah, so like you know, you have to you have to do a couple things for it, like, you like, uh, like and then like, like, yeah, like yeah, you gotta you gotta do things like that. You got you know a certain amount of things, and you know, they're on my ass because I I watch the NBA more than oh. baseball, and like I I don't know, I listen to Kendrick, Ooh, yeah, so they're like yeah. you know, either like you don't you're, like Dave Matthews Band, you got your stocks doing a podcast you gotta, you gotta, with the Black Kids in the Bronx. I mean, you're pretty much kind of like, <laughs> you're kind of antithesis of what they need. I lived, yeah, I lived yeah, exactly. with a black guy my junior year of college. So my ass, like you gotta, you gotta do something. What are you doing? You don't even like cereal. And I was like, I was like, all right, I guess I'll. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I guess I'll like a lot of Del Rey's music then. No, I'm, well, here's the thing. It's not good. Okay, I think okay, everyone that's, likes that's, bad. Yeah, yeah, as long as you admit that, all right. As long as you admit that, it's not good. Oh yeah, like I like. I don't, I don't know who's the example. I still like the shitty music I liked in yeah, middle school. I like Britney some, Spears. No, Britney Spears doesn't have exactly great music. Like, I don't, I don't think, yeah. I've never, I've I, thought, I don't think I've ever thought a Britney Spears was ever good, but I like, like, I mean, hey. Look, Mike, listen, Mike Carey hasn't had a good song since 2005, and I'll still lust over her, you know? So, I understand. I, I yeah. understand. I understand. I thought it was because, I thought it was because you liked yeah. the lyrical like, tenacity of it. No, it, I, I mean, it's really funny. She's so sad. Sad. I don't know why she's so sad. I don't sad. know why either. Um, I listen. I, I went off I, on Facebook. I, I wrote my one of my first things I ever like wrote. Like before, I think this is before Twitter. Uh, I wrote a Facebook rant. Yeah, no, this is bad. I wrote on like one of those little Facebook notes. Yeah, using Facebook for evil. Uh, and I wrote about how much uh, I thought Lana Lan Del Rey was terrible. Like I literally just went in on her life, and I think people who now who read that know. About, like whenever they like, whenever Lana Del Rey is mentioned, I'm usually tagged in it, like in some way, so I can make fun of her. Hey, you know, just the usual. Um, I, <laughs> so I mean, I don't know why. I, I listened to like three songs from her, and I didn't like either one of them. And I then I saw her sing live on like TV, and I was like, oh hell no. 
And listen, if you know, okay, listen, you know, you have to be a special type of terrible for you to be a white woman, an attractive white woman, and for me not to support you. Stay woke. That's my stay woke. If you're an attractive white woman, and even I don't fuck with you, something's wrong. <laughs> True. I guess. What's my stay woke going to be? All right. Stay woke of the week. Uh, we kind of touched on this earlier, but think about this. Like, Colt McCoy, RG3, Gino, Johnny Manziel. What do they have in common? They were all awesome. Yeah. That, and they were all awesome in college. Stay woke of the week. Do not leave college. Stay oh in college God. forever. That's true. Stay woke. Stay, stay in college, college and listen, stay woke. Stay in college. That's a, that, listen, stay in college. Listen, even if they say, listen, if someone's like, hey, I'll walk for a million dollars to do this, no, you're probably going to be bad at it. So, uh, you know, don't don't listen. Don't be the next Colt McCoy of, you know, the engineering field, right? Try to milk college as much as possible. Because college is really the only part you can get away with doing a bunch of bullshit that, you know, you'll eventually get fined for or fired for in the real life. So, that's good stay woke. Yeah. I mean, look at Tim stay Tebow. Well. Like, he used to just jump in the air and throw a ball, and he was the best quarterback in the country. He throws a football like you skip rocks at the beach. Like, and I'm not seeing how people think like people think that's okay. Like, that's not okay for a starting quarterback to do. But alas, yeah. Tebow, Tebow's out here on, on fucking on fucking fortunately. All right, y'all. This wraps up this uh, this uh, wonderful podcast. Uh, hopefully, hopefully the fucking audio worked this time. But. Uh, yeah, I, I hope I hope that I think it did. I hope it did. I really had no skips. But yeah, um so you know you'll do uh check us out on iTunes. Um well if you already watched this you probably already had checked us out on iTunes. Anyway, check us out on iTunes, you know, leave a review if you want. Uh you know, hey, any topics, uh please give us uh feel free to divulge some topics, some reviews and stuff like that. Uh have a great day. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. And and get get well soon, Gino. Get well soon, but don't get well too soon. <laughs> <laughs>